Hey friend, welcome back to the show. In this Tea Time Tuesday episode, I'm talking about five situations when it's best not to try to fix your estrangement. I know it's our knee-jerk reaction to want to resolve the issue as quickly as possible, but there are situations when it's best to let things rest for a while. In those situations, pushing to fix things can actually make the family estrangement worse. I'm also going to tell you what to do with your time while you step away from trying to resolve the estrangement. Let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Estranged Mom Coach Podcast. Are you going through a family estrangement from your adult son or daughter? Do you wonder why your child cut you off, if there's a way to save the relationship, or how you can ever feel happy again? You can only distract yourself and avoid thinking about it for so long, and then it hits you all over again. How can this be happening? I'm Jenny Good. I'm a certified coach trained in mindset neuroscience, family estrangement, and emotional healing. I'm also a mom who's been through adult child estrangement and reconciliation. I teach Christian estranged moms how to increase their odds of reconciling with their child and how to achieve emotional healing and happiness in the meantime. And we do it from a biblical perspective. So grab your tea, pop in your AirPods, and exhale. Welcome home, Sister Mom. It's going to be okay. Quick disclaimer, I am a certified coach, not a therapist. If you think you're suffering from a mental health disorder, please seek help from a licensed therapist or call 911. Hello, my tea time friend. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Grab your cup of tea and get in your favorite comfortable spot. In our visit this time, I want to tell you something about waiting. There is a time to act and there's a time to wait. Timing is so important in God's plan for our lives. So the question comes up, when is it the time to wait instead of repairing or trying to repair? the relationship with your estranged son or daughter. Waiting does not mean giving up hope or closing the door to reconciliation. I want to be very clear on that. Psalm 130 verse 5 says this, I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I hope. Today, I want to talk to you about five specific situations when it is best to not try to fix your family estrangement. And I'm going to tell you what to do while you're waiting or taking a break. Okay, are you ready? Let's go. Number one, if it has been less than 60 days since the initial estrangement, wait. In those initial days and weeks following the estrangement, it is vital that you don't rush to try to fix things. And I remember that feeling of urgency to repair the relationship with my daughter when she first estranged from me. And you have probably felt the same feeling. It's natural to want to repair the relationship because it's so important to you. But some other things need to happen first. The first step is allowing both of you to have time and space to process your feelings. Rushing past this step is a sure way to guarantee any attempt at reconciliation will go wrong. And it might even make the estrangement last longer. You need to take steps to calm your triggered central nervous system so that you can get your emotional footing. 
there are specific tools that I can teach you to accomplish this. And this is where most of my clients and I begin with processing their feelings and utilizing simple but powerful tools to regulate their central nervous system. These steps help you sleep better, lower the anxiety level, and begin to see that there is a clear path toward reconciliation. In the next phase of our work, I teach you a technique to manage your thoughts so that you're only entertaining the thoughts that align with God's will over the situation and over your life. You learn to take the negative, disempowering thoughts captive and to manage your mind so that it works for you instead of for the enemy who wants to rob you of your peace and your family. If you're interested in working with me as your estrangement coach, the next step is a consultation session on the phone. The consult is free. We discuss your situation, and then I give you my professional opinion about what went wrong and how to repair it. I give you the details on how we can work together, and I help you decide if this is even something you want to do. And there is always just one next step. That is something you will probably hear me say often if we work together. Your brain can tell you all the things, and it gets you feeling overwhelmed. But in reality, there's always just one next thing to do. So if you want to explore working together, email me at jenny at theestrangedmomcoach.com and we'll get the call set up. Okay, number two, if you feel severely depleted, like you're drained from trying to repair things, you need to take a break. If you've been at this for a while, you might be feeling emotionally spent from trying to repair the estrangement with your son or daughter. There is a certain anxiety that comes with every time you send a text or mail a letter trying to repair the relationship. Maybe you start checking your phone multiple times a day to see if they've replied, or you just feel like there's a lot of fear around what their reaction will be. Perhaps they ignore your reach outs and then you feel anger, rejection, or abandonment. That roller coaster of emotions is not just in your head. Your body releases stress chemicals every time you cycle through that process, and eventually it can leave you feeling worn out. If you're feeling that way, it is time to take a break. Number three, you feel uncertain of how to communicate with your child without it turning into an argument again. You might be in contact with your child, but maybe the communication is very strained or sporadic. If every attempt at communication turns into a big argument, you can start freezing up and feeling like you just don't know what to say anymore. Freezing is a trauma response, and it can make you feel emotionally paralyzed when you fear that every conversation turns into a confrontation, or if you fear that you're getting close to losing your child forever. If it feels like all you and your child can do is argue, it's time to take a step backwards and allow things to cool down while you get support around how to communicate differently. Reach out to me or work with a qualified therapist who specializes in family estrangement. Whether you choose the therapy or coaching route, use the time apart to learn a new way to communicate. This is going to help you change the pattern of arguing with your child and it might just save the relationship. Number four, Your health is being adversely impacted by the stress of trying to fix the relationship. 
If you're experiencing panic attacks, trouble sleeping, headaches, high blood pressure, or other health effects from the stress, this is a huge signal that it's time to take a break. No matter how much you love or miss your son or daughter, reconciliation can wait for a little while. It's not worth losing your health to push yourself past what you can handle. Listen to your body and give yourself permission to slow down and take some time for your well-being. You can come back to the reconciliation process when your health is more stable. Absolutely do not ignore physical warning signs that you need to take a break. Number five, there has been a no-contact request made by your child within the past two months. If your child asked you for space or no contact within the past two months, it is very important to honor that boundary. For one thing, if you ignore their request, they might decide it's time to take legal action with a restraining order. And yes, that happens. Don't paint them into a corner and chance making things worse. If they ask for no contact, give them at least two months of no contact before you try to open the door to communication. And even then, it's best to do so with the help of a qualified estrangement coach or a therapist who understands estrangement. You have to approach it intentionally and with a light hand if you want to maximize the chances that things will go well, and I know you do. And of course, if there is a legal no contact order in place, abide by that 100%. So what do you do, though, while you take this time away from trying to repair the relationship? The number one thing you need to do is pray. Your prayers can move mountains. I hate it when someone says, well, all I can do is pray. No, prayer is not some tiny little thing. It is literally one of the most influential weapons in your spiritual warfare arsenal against the enemy. So pray and know that your prayers matter. The next thing to do is to get support. I have limited openings at the time of this episode, but you can always email me to set up a consultation or to get on my wait list if I'm full at the time. Just email me at jenny at theestrangedmomcoach.com. The next thing to do is start a gratitude journal. Keeping a gratitude journal on a regular basis has been shown to benefit you in a number of ways. It helps you be more emotionally resilient. It helps you sleep better. It helps reduce your feelings of stress and it reminds you of the good in your life. It can be so easy to focus on just the negative when you're going through estrangement. What you focus on grows, so choose wisely, friend. Say something compassionate to yourself every single day. That's the next thing you can do. It's one of the things that I love to ask my clients. What is the most compassionate thing you can say to yourself right now? Make a daily habit of writing down one compassionate statement to yourself each and every day. You could do this in the morning before you start your day or at night right before bed because that is also a time when our thoughts can kind of creep in and the enemy can work on us at the end of the day when we're trying to go to sleep. And don't just write it down, but I want you to also reread your compassionate statement a few times and even say it out loud. Feel what that statement feels like inside your body. Even if you can only manage to hold that feeling for a couple of minutes, just practice it every day. 
we can tend to be able to be much more compassionate to other people than it's easy for us to be compassionate to ourselves. So definitely practice this one. Okay, friend, that is what I have for you this time. And I hope it blesses you. Hey, sister mom. Thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, helped you, or blessed you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it too. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are a daughter of the Most High King, and you are not alone.